Julie and Matt here with another great resource from one of our friends. Parents, do you ever wonder how to teach your little ones about missionaries? Go tell everyone. Nine Missionaries Who Shared the Good News shows kids how missionaries throughout history have obeyed Jesus' command to tell everyone. This interactive board book introduces nine different missionaries such as Lottie Moon, Adoniram Judson, and Lilius Trotter. And it tells about the countries where they served. Ultimately, Go Tell Everyone helps kids understand that anyone can tell everyone about Jesus. To learn more, visit GoTellEveryoneBook.com. Again, that's GoTellEveryoneBook.com. Listening to God's Big Story, a podcast for kids. Every week we teach the Bible, sing the Bible, and talk about what it means with a friend or two. I am your host, Julie, and I'm here with my co-host Matt. Oh, hey there, Julie. <laughs> well, today, Matt, we're gonna talk about how God is in charge of everything using a story from the Bible. Now, when you say that God is in charge of everything, do you mean literally everything? Like everything in the whole world? Like, everything in the whole universe, Matt. I mean, how cool is that? Do you remember what we talked about last week on our show? I do. We learned about what happened to God's people, the Israelites, after Joseph and his family died. The king, Pharaoh, enslaved them and treated them very badly. He sure did. But then God chose a man named Moses to rescue his people from enslavement. Right. We learned that enslavement is when people are forced to do really hard work without any money, rest, or respect. But we also learned that God had a plan to rescue his people. He sure did. He chose a man named Moses to help rescue his people. So today, we're going to learn about what happened next in the story, how God saved his people from enslavement. Oh, I can't wait to hear how he did that. So how did he do that, Julie? (laughs) Well, God told Moses that he was going to send plagues to Egypt to show that he was in charge of everything. I'm sorry, but I don't understand what sending plates to Egypt was going to do to help Israelites become free. (laughs) Matt, not plates, plagues. Plagues are bad and powerful and actually pretty scary. You know... I think we know someone who could help you and I understand a little bit more about plagues. Why don't we call up our friend the doctor? Let's say doctor together. Doctor. Did someone say doctor? Welcome back to the show, Dr. Briscoe. I'm always happy to come check up on my friends. What are we trying to diagnose today? Well... Today, we're learning about how God rescued the Israelites from enslavement. We're learning about the plagues he sent to Egypt. Yeah, but we're not really sure what a plague is. We thought you might be able to help us. I sure can, Julian Matt. A plague is something really bad, usually a disease or a sickness that affects a lot of people. Plagues are dangerous and pretty scary. So it's not just one person who gets sick, but... A whole lot of people? That does sound scary. So in our story from the Bible today, lots of people got sick, and that's why the Israelites became free? Well, the 
plagues in our story today are actually a little more complicated than that. See, the plagues God sent to Egypt weren't just diseases that made people sick, although that happened too. They were also things that were bad for their country, things that I guess you could say make their land sick too, like frogs and bugs that were everywhere and complete and total darkness. Oh my. I, I bet after one or two or three of those plagues at the most, the Egyptians knew that God was in charge of everything and that they should obey him by listening to Moses, right? Mm, I wish that were true, Matt. Unfortunately, in our story today, there were 10 plagues. Can you hold up 10 fingers, listeners? 10? Oh boy, that's a lot. Oh, I do have one more question for you, Dr. Briscoe. How can we get rid of plagues? Oh, that's a great question. Since I'm a doctor, I treat plagues with medical things, like, well, medicine. But ultimately, I know that even medicine is a gift from God. Whether he heals a plague with medicine or a miracle, we can't explain. I know one thing for sure. He is in charge of everything. Only he can heal sickness and disease, and only he can save the Israelites in our story today. That is amazing. I'm pretty curious to hear today's story from the Bible now, Dr. Briscoe. Thank you so much for joining us today and for sharing what you know. Oh, not a problem, Julie and Matt. I'm always on call and ready to help with any questions you two might have. Our story today comes from the Bible. The Bible is God's true word. It's from God and about God, and it is true. So now let's pray and ask God to help us listen and understand his word. God, we thank you so much for your word, and we thank you for Jesus, who is the truth, and we thank you for the Holy Spirit, who helps us understand who you are and what you have done. Amen. We have been learning about God's special chosen people, the Israelites, who were enslaved in Egypt. But God was going to use Moses to save them. Moses was scared and didn't think he could do it. But God reminded him that he is in charge of everything. God told Moses he would be with him when he went back to Egypt. And today we're going to learn from our Bibles about how God saved the Israelites. God told Moses that he was going to send plagues, which again are powerful and bad, to show everyone that only he is in charge of everything. God knew that Pharaoh would not listen to Moses because Pharaoh had a heart that was sick with sin. Pharaoh did not love or trust God. Pharaoh may have been the king of Egypt, but only God is in charge of everything. Now let's get an even closer look at the story by reading how God responded to his people from the Bible. If you're at home, open up your Bible with me. Our story today can be found in the Old Testament, the book of Exodus, chapter 7, verse 5. I'll give you a moment to find it. Exodus 7, verse 5. Remember, it's okay to ask for help if you need it. If you don't have a Bible with you right now, that's okay too. You can just listen closely. Okay, is everyone ready? Exodus 7, verse 5 says, And the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I stretch out my hand against Egypt and bring the Israelites out of it. So, 
to show the Egyptians that he was Lord and to rescue his special chosen people, God told Moses to go to Pharaoh and say, let my people go. And every time Pharaoh would say, no, God would send a plague. The first plague, hold up one finger, that God sent turned all of the water into blood. All of the rivers and the ponds and the pools and even buckets of water turned into blood. That means no one could drink the water. It means all the fish died, which made the water smell terrible. Can you make a face like you just smelled something really stinky? Good. Still, Pharaoh's heart did not change and he did not let the Israelites go. The second plague, hold up two fingers, that God sent made the whole land full of frogs. Close your eyes and picture frogs all over your house. There were frogs in all of the houses, bedrooms, kitchen, and even all over the people. Still, Pharaoh's heart did not change and he did not let the Israelites go. Now the third plague, hold up three fingers. The third plague that God sent made all of the dust turn into little teeny bugs called gnats. Wiggle around like you're trying to get away from lots and lots of gnats. There were nuts on every person and on all of the animals. Still, Pharaoh's heart did not change and he did not let the Israelites go. The fourth plague, hold up four fingers, that God sent filled all the Egyptians' homes with flies. Can you make a buzzing sound like a fly? Flies were on the people and everywhere in their homes. Still, Pharaoh's heart did not change and he did not let the Israelites go. The fifth plague, hold up five fingers. That's your whole hand. The fifth plague that God sent made all of the Egyptian livestock die. That means all of the horses and donkeys and camels, all of those that the Egyptian people had died. Can you make a sad face? That's really sad. But still, Pharaoh's heart did not change and he did not let the Israelites go. The sixth plague, now hold up six fingers, that God sent made all the Egyptian people and animals have sores all over their bodies that were called boils. Can you say, ouch? Still, Pharaoh's heart did not change and he did not let the Israelites go. The seventh plague, hold up seven fingers, that God sent made hail from the sky rain down on the Egyptian people, plants, and animals. Before God sent the hail, he warned everyone to go inside of their homes. Close your eyes with me and imagine a big rain and a big hailstorm. Some people did not listen. So many people that plants and animals died. And still, Pharaoh's heart did not change and he did not let the Israelites go. The eighth plague, now hold up eight fingers, that God sent made bugs called locusts fill the land and eat all of the plants that were left. There were so many locusts that people couldn't even see the ground. Can you move your feet or try walking like you're trying not to step on all the bugs all over the ground? Still, Pharaoh's heart did not change and he did not let the Israelites go. The ninth plague, hold up nine fingers. 
that God sent made all of Egypt completely dark. Close your eyes and imagine it being so dark that you can't see anything around you. Still, Pharaoh's heart did not change and he did not let the Israelites go. The tenth and final plague, can you hold up ten fingers, was the worst of them all. God said the oldest boy in every Egyptian home was going to die. Make a really, really sad face. God told the Israelites to take their best lamb, kill it, and put some of its blood on their front doors. If the home did not have blood on the door, the oldest boy would die. So that night, all of the oldest sons in the Egyptians' homes died, including the Pharaoh's son. Finally, Pharaoh told all of the Israelites to go. God saved the Israelites, just like he said he would. Say, hooray! God is in charge of everything. Now he would take the Israelites to the land that he had promised them. And just like Pharaoh, all of us are born with hearts that are sick with sin. But just like God sent Moses to save the Israelites, God would send Jesus to save sinners like you and me. God is in charge of everything from frogs and bugs to giving people like you and me new healthy hearts. Hey parents, are you looking for an inspiring read for your little ones? Well, we've got something special for you. Introducing Kids in the Bible, a storybook Bible about God's children. This new book by Caroline Saunders features a collection of 33 captivating stories from the Bible, all centered around kids, just like yours. Ever wondered about the adventures of young Miriam, Samuel, or even a certain young Jesus? Kids in the Bible takes you on a journey through the lives of these remarkable children, showcasing how God's big plans unfold through even the smallest of us. Each story is a treasure trove of courage, faith, and the boundless love of God. Whether it's a young warrior's bravery or a girl who defies death or the miraculous journey of a baby who changed the world forever, there's something for every young heart to connect with. So parents, if you want your kids to discover the wonders of the Bible in a fun and engaging way, visit kidsinthebiblebook.com today. Let your little ones be a part of God's special plan to bless the world. You just heard God's word. Let's play a game to see what you've learned. We call it Five Second Fly Through Review. That's right. And our friend Dr. Briscoe is back to play our game with us. Tell us how to play, Doc. All right. I'm going to ask you six questions, and you have five seconds to think of the answer. When the timer runs out, let's shout our answers together to see if you got it right. Okay, everyone. You ready? Because here, here we go. go. Okay. Question number one Why did God send Moses to Egypt? To rescue, to rescue the Israelites from enslavement. Number two, who was the king of Egypt? Pharaoh. Number three, did Pharaoh listen to Moses when he told him to listen to God and let God's people go? 
No. Number four. God sent ten plagues to Egypt to show his power and to save the Israelites. What were some of the plagues? Water turning to blood. Frogs. Flies. Gnats. Animals dying. Skin hurt. Darkness. And then finally, all the firstborn boys died. Question number five. Finally, after God sent all the plagues to show how powerful he was, did Pharaoh listen to Moses and do what God said? Yes. yes. Last question. Question number six. What is God in charge of? Everything. How did you do? Did you learn something new about God today from the Bible? Were you reminded of something good, true, or beautiful that you already knew? We hope so, but now it's time to live like it's true. This week, pray for someone you know who is sick. Ask God to heal their body. And when you ask, believe that God can do it. As we finish up our time together, let's worship God through a song that reminds us that God is in charge of everything. the stars throughout the sky with his hands around outer space he put each planet into place no matter how big or small he's in charge of it all the summer sun to show Just one word he made the day He tells each cloud which way to move Commands the waves of the ocean blue No matter how big or small He's in charge of it all The summer sun to show how to snow the morning bird to sing God's in charge of everything the springtime flowers grow the autumn colors show the bumblebee to sting God's in charge of charge of everything God's in charge of everything 
Thanks so much for listening to God's Big Story. Today's story was just one of the stories in the Bible, which is really just one big story about one big God. If you'd like to read more about the plagues, you can turn to Exodus 7 anytime and read it together as a family, maybe over dinner. For more information or details about the show, be sure to check out this episode's description or visit tvcresources.net. And tune in next time to God's Big Story. We'll see you again soon. Bye.